0: Welcome to ZPM. I'm Teresa. And I'm Lenny. You inquired of the cats. Mm Mm-hmm. They are very cute. (laughs) (laughs) One of them, the other night, uh, I'd fallen asleep on the couch, and they fell asleep, like, on my chest. Mm -hmm. And uh, they were holding my hand. She put her little paw in my hand. We were holding hands.
1: Oh, that's nice.
0: Oh, my goodness. I can't even. (laughs) (laughs) get <laughs> yeah, bananas anything new going on
1: um I just recently started getting into Monk because I never really watched it when it was out I watched like random episodes but
0: Tony Shaloub's in that right yeah how is it
1: Tony Shalhoub yeah I like it
0: I um I never saw it you never saw it No. Nah.
1: well me I watched on um, random episodes like here and there I never really followed the show From what I saw, I liked. And what I'm seeing now, I like so far.
0: What am I going to see? I was going to go to the movies to see something. Oh, uh,
1: Doctor Strange.
0: I will go see Doctor Strange, of course, but like the unbearable weight of massive talent. I hear good things about that. I can't wait to see it. It looks funny. And it's a hot hour 45. Oh, wow. I know. Oh, it's going to be funny and on the nose. And an hour and 45 minutes
1: and not three hours like oh, you know the Batman. Of hell.
0: i mean it's fine i get it the godfather was three hours but they used to have intermissions man i i don't have that kind of bladder control anymore
1: like i just watched it on um hbo max again and like it's really not that great a movie Any... oh, how dare like, you no, cause like <laughs> I don't know, maybe maybe the novelty wore off. I love it, but it's just it, it's good, but it's just long.
0: It is very long. There's like a lot,
1: and he slow walks into everything.
0: Wow, he's sad. Takes a long time to get places when you're as sad as, as Bruce yeah. Wayne.
1: I don't know. I don't really like <laughs> sad Bruce Wayne. I can I can I can deal with sad Batman, not sad Bruce Wayne.
0: Uh, he'll turn it around. He'll turn that ship around eventually. We'll hope so. I don't know how long they're gonna keep uh Robat Bat and Bat as Batman, but uh at least one more movie. Because eventually he does have to become that like socialite playboy type of Bruce Wayne instead of weird world <laughs> recluse Bruce Wayne. Like that maybe that's part of what the his series of movies will be exploring, like going from early days Batman into can run his own business technically, and will show up to parties and be like, oh I know I'm the best." Thank you.
1: <laughs> I like Colin Farrell as the Penguin. Oh my god, that was incredible. I did I did not see Colin Farrell at all in that. In
0: that no, no. What's good about the movie, and like I don't know if a batman if Batman should be incidental to Batman's own Batman movie, but like a lot of the time, I find that it the story that is being told through the lens of Batman has to be very good in order for me to like that portrayal of Batman in the first place. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I really like that uh, seedy, like third and fourth tier mobster kind of serial killer storyline. Like the Penguin isn't like a high rank. He's not like Joe Pesci in Goodfellas. You know, he's...
1: Because remember, this is like, I think, year one or year two. So not yet.
0: So yeah, like he's like way down at the bottom. Like, Bleh. but I love that. I'm like, that's so good.
1: Yeah, they're still, they're still calling calling him Oswald at this point.
0: Ooh. I- and he just said, what a good actor. That Colin Farrell. He doesn't get enough credit, man. That's because he's uh, stuck in a leading man's body. Brad Pitt too. Great character actors, both and they don't get enough character actor work because they're so hot. They're just too hot. And that seems like what a, what a problem to have, but it's really a problem.
1: So it'd be like George Clooney being a character actor, which I wouldn't mind.
0: Well, if you look at him in his Coen Brothers movies, that's a lot of character work, mm-hmm. but yeah, he's really just too good looking. Sorry, boys, too good looking to play this dumpy weird man. You can't
1: play a cab driver because you're too hot.
0: Too hot. <laughs> when I watched uh, Fright Night, oh my god, I mean that was Pete Colin Farrell, wasn't it? Jeez. I never saw a Colin Farrell Fright Night. It's really good. Is it? <laughs> Truly it is. Uh I went it by myself because nobody would see it. Like I've seen I've seen horrible bosses, Colin Farrell,
1: which <laughs> he was brilliant in that.
0: So funny.
1: And the gentleman.
0: I love The Farrell. Gentleman. Yeah, that was very good. I like, I like Guy Ritchie when he's Guy Ritchieing.
1: Oh, and he's not trying to be somebody else? Yes.
0: Right. Well, his PG-13 movies could take a walk, including Sherlock Holmes and all that jazz. Like, get it out of here. It's not.
1: Good. I like the first Sherlock Holmes. The second one was, eh. The first
0: one was good because of Robert Downey Jr. And I would watch Robert Downey Jr. to take a shit for two hours. And I could not watch those movies. Really? Yeah. I was like, these are bad. Well, they were good enough to, to make sequels. I know because people don't read the source material. They don't see who Sherlock Holmes is. So it's tough in that way. It's in the same way that, like, you're, when you're watching a comic book movie and they're really taking a departure.
1: Well, Marvel hasn't done that really too much.
0: Right? Like, the character, like, this, the incidents surrounding the character are different from the comic, but like, the character who Tony Stark is in his essence. Playboy, billionaire, philanthropist. Yes, that's still there at the core. But like, Sherlock Holmes in those movies, he's too outgoing and like friendly. he's like a real prick, man. (laughs) He's not
1: a reclusive prick.
0: And uh, so, yeah, I didn't really uh, much care for that.
1: I mean, the the BBC one was closer to Sherlock Holmes than anything.
0: It was uh, initially, yeah. But then it like, I don't know, kind of petered out there for me. I was like, well, I'm over this, aren't I? But you know, no offense to them, but like, I don't know. Once things like, I find that once something gets overly popular, like too many hands get in that pot and try and like, they've taken the wrong lesson of what people like about it and then they amplify it and then nobody likes it. Kind of like what Fox did with the X-Men movies yeah really holy cow <laughs> just make the outer space phoenix just look at the books and then be like on the movie
1: i'm not even talking about the phoenix saga i'm just saying make the x-men right man do like that scott summers wolverine dynamic don't make scott don't make psych into like a little pansy which he's not that's fair enough it- yeah, and don't make it like the Wolverine show. Make it like the X-Men. There are more X-Men than Wolverine.
0: They were pretty good there up to... Uh, the first okay, first two X-Men movies, the OGs, those are very good. Then Skip Ahead, First Class is very good. Days of Future Past, and everything else is filler nonsense that is not good. Days of Future Past was good. And the, see, now they changed part of that. Because it wasn't supposed to be Kitty Pride doing that, and they just made it Kitty Pride doing that. Which, whatever,
1: fine, whatever you want. I just like how they just xed out Rogue.
0: Yeah. See you later, girl. <laughs> well, also that's a part. That's what happens when you when you change something that's inherent to a storyline. It's in The Walking Dead too. By adding Daryl to The Walking Dead, you've changed the dynamic of the entire story. And I like Daryl and everything, but he's taking up a lot of space that is for other characters and other characters are getting shortchanged because of his presence.
1: Kind of like Hugh Jackman.
0: Well, no, no, not Hugh Jackman. Rogue. Really? By, by having Rogue be as young as she was in those original movies, you, she is too young.
1: That's true. She's like Jubilee young.
0: Right. So if they wanted somebody that young, make it Jubilee. She's great. But Rogue needs to be a lot older to have that dynamic with Magneto to have that romance with Gambit, which are like really classic, beautiful storylines that now they can't tell because they made her a kid. Mm
1: -hmm. And they made her fall for, they made her fall for Iceman.
0: Which, whatever, whatever. That's whatever. They had to shoehorn something in there, I guess. But like, yeah, but And shoehorning in a romance with a different character just highlights that everybody already knows who she's supposed to be romantically linked to. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, maybe Marvel will get it right. Mm. Marvel Studios will do something like that.
0: I mean, your lips to Kevin Feige's ears, you know?
1: No, I think think what happened, Kevin Feige, because he worked on the X-Men movies. He was, like, producing it. So I think he saw the mistakes he did with X-Men. And he was like, okay, I'm going to go to Marvel Studios. I'm going to correct all my mistakes. And we're going to make good movies.
0: So do you think it's third time's a charm with that Phoenix saga? Just put them in outer space. Just do it. Don't
1: do don't do do not the Phoenix saga. Just leave the Phoenix saga alone. Leave it alone. There are other X-Men stories you can
0: tell. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. plenty of others. But, like, they love telling that one story. But why, why not? Why not just just make it as weird as it is just be like nope space and that's that (laughs) nope
1: space
0: nope then you have a talking raccoon give me a bloody break you can make and a tree the phoenix thing you could just do what it is in the books and that's it
1: (laughs) you can but you have to build up years and years of storyline
0: you don't they did it in the cartoon they didn't have years and years of anything the cartoon miniseries was great. They did the original and then like the next year they did five episodes. That was the Dark Phoenix Saga and it was really good. Yeah. And immediately in space, they were like, bam, we're in space. But space by started. that
1: time, they already established because you had a year to establish the characters and stuff. I mean, maybe so, uh, but And please fix Storm. Please, uh, please. Well,
0: make, make her a goddess. Yeah. Make her a goddess. That would be good stuff. They should. Well, we'll see about that. We'll see if they let Storm in on these stories. We'll see a Doctor Strange, right? Because X uh, Rex. Yeah. Be wheeling about with the Illuminati what or me. whatever they're doing over there. I have no idea if that's what they're doing, but maybe it is what they're doing. But maybe it's not. Maybe they're trying to introduce a fantastic Four that way, too. Oh, they probably are. Uh, speculation corner. Oh, you know what? I got a segue today. Okay. Speaking of the X-Men, I think we all know who their hardest enemy was in Days of Future <laughs> Past, right? Sentinels. Yep. They were Sentinels. <laughs> and we watched <laughs> yeah. season five, episode 20, also called Sentinel, unrelated.
1: <laughs> nice one, nice.
0: I got that. Oh, that was pretty exciting, huh? Uh, so in the cold open, the SGC Is looking for SG9. They were trying to get some relations group going because the NID messed it all up. They're called the Litolin. Yeah. Litolin. Etolin? Litolin. Anyway, doesn't matter. The NID went there and they screwed it all up because they suck very badly. And they have a weapon, they call it the Sentinel. So I guess it's like adjacent. Is a machine that senses, I guess, danger or what they perceive to be evil and gets rid of it. Like sentinels sense uh, mutant genes and get rid of it. Yep. Uh, Jack pretends to know about that. He's like, yeah, I know about it all the way. (laughs) He does not know a single thing about what's going on here. Uh, they go onto the planet and SG nine is under, Oh wait, no, they're not on the planet. They get the radio call and they're under fire. So they're in trouble. done dun. that's the cold open. And now Colonel Greaves might've messed up the Latolans weapon. So, uh, Greaves is from the NID. He's like one of those teams that Jack joined when, um, Mayborn was still like with the NID before he could like live free to be who he is. But Greaves needs Kenshaw to help go fix it, and Jack, because Jack goes to them and is like, "You have to tell us how to fix this problem." And he's like, well, I gotta be there myself." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's like, "Take no. me with you." You know what I mean? <clears throat> no, I really don't. He's like, "Give you my sentence and a bunch of all this," and. uh, Briefs. initially he's like not really into cooperating of course because he's a bad person yeah and i also love that he mentions like well we have uh you know
1: sam and he's like yeah and
0: <laughs> yeah he doesn't cooperate until he does and then he wants to go with <clears throat> with his sentence community and jack agrees to it they also with- have a f-
1: mm? no i'm saying with kenshaw
0: yeah, yeah yeah, they have a fancy new rocket over at the sgc like uh, like a drone rocket that you could program from one side of the gate to hit a spot on the other side of the gate.
1: Yeah. I love that scene. Cause, cause all the ghouls are looking
0: at it like, what the hell is that? Yeah. Get them, get them guys. Yeah. That's, that's see. And they didn't need alien tech to learn that that's just regular earth tech. And they were like, got them. Yeah. <laughs> you old. could have
1: just built a drone and like wipe them out from like,
0: this must be early drone days though. You know what I mean? Like like to us now here in the future, we're like drones, of course. <laughs> but like back then, they must have been like, you won't believe this shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look
1: what we just invented.
0: Or maybe that hadn't even been invented yet. And I'm sorry that my video quality is absolutely no. Is it the wire? Uh, it's a built-in camera. And I keep talking about getting a new camera uh, to hang on the outside of it. And then I don't do it then I don't do it. Then I just have a little jumping around there. It doesn't affect the audio, best I can tell. So, yeah. Anyway, who cares? Uh, Reeves, oh, so maybe even drones hadn't been invented yet to the public knowledge. So like real life imitating sci-fi again, you know? Yeah. That's heating up outside here in the van when i started recording it was 50 now it's 70 inside oh i know in this van anyway um reeves and kenshaw crenshaw are salty about um they're like we didn't do anything and we're doing the right thing because uh usa usa usa
1: for our country
0: shut up (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you think aliens are going to invade and just be like, oh, everybody but the United States. God loves the United States. Shut up. Well,
1: aliens always invade the United States. They always hit the U.S. first.
0: They have the whole planet We only make the movie about us, though. We always make it about us here at the
1: United States. Yeah, but they always, they always hit the... I've noticed in the movie, they always hit the U.S. and then they branch out to, like, the other countries.
0: Sure. That's the idea, right? Because we're the best. You hit the best first. Mm. USA, USA. So says Greaves and Crenshaw. Uh, they're looking to meet up with SG3 and they're chasing the survivors of the Jaffa from the uh, drone strike that they just did. Uh, Daniel's like, there could it be, uh, you had their sentences uh, commuted, so they're just going to like walk free. He's like, nah, they were on death row. <laughs> and now. They're not. <laughs> and that's it. They get to go back to jail. <clears throat> um, I'm surprised they were still alive. Like, I feel like Black Ops Death Row is like, you'll be dead in a week. So don't even worry about it. We're not here yeah, with ten, 10 year. Wait for you to find out if you're innocent or not.
1: Sorry. No, they make, their own, they make their own suicide squad.
0: You think? Yeah, of course. Oh, that'd be pretty, pretty wild. Uh, they find the last SG nine guy, and he and Jack go to the city to meet the old old man who's an actor I see and am familiar with, but do not know his name.
1: Yeah, I don't know his name either, but I know I know his face.
0: I was like, oh, I know him. Yeah, this camera thing is driving me nuts.
1: Yeah, I know his face, and the the soldier that they meet up is kind of like Jack in a way.
0: Mm. I mean, you know, heroes. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Sam and company go to fix the weapon. Uh, there's like a force field that they'll have to like figure out how to get past. And a Jafai is giving the old man a hard time. Oh, so like they're going in there, but the Jafai's in there. Lord's Fog, Farag. He's like, you better shape up or my guy's going to come down here and wipe out the whole city. The old man's like, the sentinel will save us. <laughs> There's so uh, Lord, many
1: system worlds, man.
0: I know. Uh, Lord Svarog, he's a Slavic god of fire, blacksmithing, and the sun.
1: Mm.
0: So that's who he's named for. Uh, the man says the sentinel will uh, save him. And the Jaffa's like, Ugh. Fine. And then he walks out. <laughs> uh, Jack's like, hey, I can help you guys. We can evacuate here and stuff like that. And that old man's like, no, uh-huh. the sentinel will save us. <sighs> uh, the old man is sad knowing Greaves lied and might have broken the sentinel. So Jack's like, oh, my God, do you remember Greaves? He's like, yes, the sentinel will save us. Yeah, he's a liar. And he's like, how do I know you're not lying? He's like, well, you don't, but I'm not. (laughs) Um, Daniel offers to jump in to help fix the shield. Um, And Greaves uh, jumps in on the front line. They give Greaves the gun and he's like shooting off Jafar because they're under attack, of course. And Mm -hmm. they're trying to get the shield down and it's like a system of song notes or something. And Greaves is like, or uh, Crenshaw is like, you don't even know music or whatever.
1: I've noticed Jafar don't really have great military
0: tactics. They
1: just charge in.
0: Well, that's what the the gold want, really. Like, the gold aren't sitting there with, like, Napoleon maps out being like, all right, you over here and you over here. Do we all understand the plan? But why not? Because, like, they're dime a dozen. He's like, yeah, but you're conquering a planet. Don't you want to conquer the planet? Don't just throw cannon fodder out there. I think no. uh, maybe that's what uh, those particular ones are for, though. Like they're not like they do lay out the map and they're like, "You over here, you over here." Do you understand? And they're like, "No." And he's like, Great no, front line because, for you
1: <laughs> because all <laughs> ghouls, Even even Apophis did that. Even Apophis did that. He'd send them in, and then like Teal'c and his. First prime self, like in the alternate, he, he would come in with his elite soldiers and then do the same thing.
0: Mm. Yeah, they're not good. <laughs> well, that's why they
1: lose a lot. But they do win a lot, though. That's what I'm saying.
0: Sure, but like if you come in with brute force, like forty brute force guys, and you're into a village that is like, I've got a broom. Yeah, of course you're gonna. Win.
1: Even even the prior episode with uh what's his name Katano. Even oh yeah! Magic yeah. Magic was like yeah okay. So we're just gonna send suicide bombers in. And we're just gonna raid places and just run
0: in, but no strategy. Oh, no! That's why he's not a system lord. That's why he's a load level nothing. No, but
1: still, I mean, you're a system lord. You've been alive for like what centuries? You you didn't pick up any battle tactics at all.
0: That's, uh, I don't know. Smash and grab is always like tried and true in some ways. Okay. <laughs> That's what they're like. They're, smas- they're just busy out there smashing and grabbing and like checking to see if you the door unlocked before they come. Yeah, to but like, no, no, like,
1: not even, not even like serpentine. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? I would think so, too. But, but maybe it's a little of both. Uh. The Gould ship starts bombing the city. So, like, fire and brimstone is happening. Uh, and Jack is still offering those evacuations. And I called him old. Old is really reluctant. This <laughs> old man. Uh, they finally get past the force field over at the Sentinel. And Corinne says everything is correct. And Greaves is like, something must be different. And she's like, uh, it's not. Okay? It's not <laughs> what is happening here. And he's like, oh, I don't know. I guess we have to check it again. And I'm like, man, I'd be like, Bitch, what'd you do? What did you do? You, you man, what did you do? <laughs>
1: Didn't they ask Daniel for help at one point?
0: Yeah, Daniel's up there trying to sing the song of their people with uh, Crudshaw. And they, that's how <laughs> they get in there. <laughs> uh, they put the force field back up. But too late, Crudshaw has been shot. She's hurt with uh, Jafar's staff.
1: Yeah, she gets it in the back.
0: And the Jafar come back and threaten that old man again. And then Greaves finally comes clean with it. Uh, he killed the caretaker, even though he did not have to, because he is, once again, a very bad guy.
1: Well, they're an idea. They just follow orders.
0: He wasn't ordered to kill him. He killed him because he felt like it. Well, he didn't technically kill him. He shot him, and then he died from his wounds. <laughs> right, yeah, he was like, fuck him. Ooh swear word Mm -hmm. um Reeves uh even kept the caretaker for the set he sucks uh the man and machine are key so like that's what the words that Daniel was reading on the on the side of the thing we're talking about like to become one and he did not he resisted the urge to not sing a Spice Girl song, <laughs> <laughs> which definitely was released by the time of this television show, <laughs> um, it would you know it would have been funny. Like it's playing like these little like 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 music box notes and stuff for the force field. It would be funny if all mm-hmm. those notes came together and it was to become one by the Spice Girls. That would be very funny. A little inside humor,
1: or the uh, the tune they played in Close Encounters. <laughs>
0: yeah. That would have been funny. The Jaffa torturing Jack as usual. As they do. Um, And then Greaves grabs the Sentinel and it turns on and it works. And the Jaffa disappear, the Ghouls disappear, everybody just gone. Um, Because Greaves finally sacrifices himself, still not going to heaven. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Still not going to happen. Too little, too late. Um, agrees he even Cren- survive though? Because they don't show him dead or alive. I don't know if like grabbing the machine makes you the new caretaker or whatever. No, he's got to live on that planet forever.
1: Or he becomes a star child like in two thousand one. Oh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but I think, but Crenshaw dies though.
0: Crenshaw definitely dies. And I think that is why he grabs it. Because, like, maybe she dies, like, right in that moment he sees, like, either she's going to die or does, and grabs it. And he's like, ah, life of badness. Shouldn't have lived a life of badness. Could have saved that guy's life, but instead, no. Um, What do you rate this this episode?
1: i don't know it was okay i give it a two
0: mm. i gave it another two and a half it was uh it was fine i thought i liked it more but now in discussing it no not really uh i don't like I, what, a, what a garbage guy <laughs> and i know mayborn you know what i mean mm.
1: yeah no mayborn
0: that's a little sad uh so that's the last filler until you get to the big episode for next week. Oh, so God. Big yes. times. Oh, he's a hard man. He's going to have some scrambled times. Daniel Jackson's swan song is next oh, week. Uh, and
1: then we get Jonas.
0: In my fractured memory, I really thought that this episode lasted like two or three episodes. I thought they really dragged out. Um, but I guess they don't. Mm-hmm. They no, just, I mean... Uh, Give him the chop. It's not even the final episode. It's there's another one after that. It's
1: it's the penultimate episode, I think.
0: Yeah. And we get uh Joe. So that's next week's cool stuff.
1: Uh we call I call him Parker Lewis because he'll always be Parker Lewis to me.
0: He's um he's definitely Parker Lewis and he's definitely on Twitter with some some kind he feels some kind of way. That isn't Does
1: he have unfortunate opinions?
0: A little bit. A little bit. Oh. He's uh I mean he's no Kevin Sorbo, but he's something oh all right.
1: <laughs> he's no Kevin Sorbo. Yeah, Kevin Sorbo, man.
0: He's, uh, uh
1: my, how the sort of my mighty have
0: fallen. <laughs> uh got anything else you'd like to add here? Um have you watched Moon Knight? I have. I have been watching Moon Knight.
1: What do you um, think?
0: Uh, I hope Oscar Isaac gets an Emmy Award for this deeply weird show. <laughs> I mean, I love it. I think I'm like, good, be weird. I don't care. Say weird works sometimes. I love the yeah, Egyptian was, mythology of it. I mean, that, that's rad all the time.
1: I did not expect to see the, hippo- the hippopotamus goddess.
0: Mm. That was weird. She's great. I mean that CG is gonna date pretty quickly, but I don't mind.
1: Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think
0: uh, Oscar Isaac acted his ass off.
1: Oh no, it's it's really he he acted really well. Like he made me believe that there was a Stephen Grant.
0: Right, like when they were like, "Well, which one's the real one?" and I was like, "I I didn't think it would be Stephen Grant is the real one," only because like he's the one having blackouts where like he mm-hmm. wakes up and he's like, how did I get here? I'm like, that's not the real one. And I only know that because I watched that DC show, a uh, doom patrol. And uh, Jane is the main personality for the, the hurt little girl. Okay.
1: Crazy Jane,
0: crazy Jane. So when other personalities come up, they're not aware of what was just happening but jane always is so she's the prime and that's what made me think that stephen grant wasn't the prime Mm -hmm. because he was like um, oh i always i talk to my mom every day even though like he doesn't you know
1: i'm like no mark is the prime stephen is the
0: right he's the the creation the safety valve (laughs)
1: Yeah, I just I know I like Conchu though. con like the first couple episodes, Conchu is actually kind of funny.
0: Yeah, he's funny.
1: It's like, good. He's like, oh, the idiot is back again.
0: Oh my god, he's funny. I love that. Um, though that when Stephen calls the suit, it's like a dandy suit. That's very funny.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's a
0: yeah, Mister Knight, the Mister Knight suit. <laughs> Some in the suit, and it's just a little dandy boy suit. I'm like, this is great. <laughs>
1: And uh, That's very funny. Ethan
0: Hawk man, he can turn it if he has to. Mm-hmm.
1: Ethan Handsome Hawk,
0: mm, he is very handsome. <laughs> uh,
1: he's another one, he can't do, he can't be like
0: a character actor. Hey, he can. I saw, I mean, I like him a lot, but I saw a production that he did of uh, the Scottish play, as it were, and uh, it wasn't very wow. good, but. <laughs> it wasn't it just wasn't very good because
1: i mean uh, even when he was in training day i'm like you can't be a cop yeah <laughs> you
0: are not a cop <laughs> calendar cop what else what else um thank you to everybody who showed up to Beltain to hear last god standing my other podcast uh live uh, it's truly appreciated and if you'd like to follow us on twitter we're at zpm stargate on twitter and we're hosted at Podbean. It's at Stargate, Podbean.com. And Jeff, what do you think? Are you watching on Pluto? Are you just bated breath waiting for Daniel to die and Atlantis and to start? Yeah. <laughs> um, leave us a message and like, share, subscribe, tell people about our lovely show. And we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.